Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Talking Tribal. It's your personal digital companion to the greatest game on TV. Just like peas and carrots, we go well together. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, quick reminder, if you haven't watched this week's episodes of Survivor All-Stars, you might want to go and catch up on 10 Play right now as we are chock full of spoilers. Go on. We'll wait. OK. Caught up? Right. Well, we're not just chock full of spoilers, we're also bursting at the seams with special guests and exclusive interviews. Most importantly, though, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, Luke Toki, back with me for another big week. You ready to do this? I am, I am. We've got a lot to digest. <laughs> Almost too much. Huge now, man, we had an absolutely mammoth moment when the Survivor Guards gave us a tribe swap. You know, it's always yeah. a big moment. What's it like when you think you've got a plan or you think you know where things are happening and then everything's turned on its head like that? The tribe swap. There's winners, there's losers. And if you are sitting on the bottom and you're worried that you're about to get voted out and they say drop your buffs, it's good news. Uh, if you're up the top, you feel like you're running the game, it's bad news. So there's always winners and losers of this, uh, this, this change in the game. But everyone loves a good twist. Yeah, that's uh, sort of emblematic of Survivor, isn't it? Best laid plans. Exactly. Out the window. Exactly. Well, uh, before we get too far down the track, let's have a look back what was a massive week on Survivor All-Stars. After a Tribal Council twist, Zach and Shawnee were left bitter about being sent to Exile Beach. <sighs> back at Makuta, Abby was confident about her alliance's control in the game. My record is still at 100%. Every name that I've put down on paper has been the person going at that tribal council. While at Vakma, Matt and David felt they had the tribe under their control. Pretty much running the game. You know, it's such a good place to be. It makes me feel strong. But upon arriving at the reward challenge, they find out that their perfect bubbles are about to burst. It is time to drop your buffs. We are switching things up. Oh. And with the tribe swap, alliances are torn apart. If I had to pick a worst result for a tribe swap, I couldn't. Shawnee and Zach return from Exile Beach with vengeance in mind. Makuta tried to vote me out last night, but I'm back, bitches. In the immunity <laughs> challenge, new Makuta wins again. Yes! Sending Vakama to tribal council. Back at camp, Abby and Shawnee are gunning for each other. Shawnee comes out on top and leads a revenge-driven blindside against Abby. Abby, the tribe has spoken. The next day, Jonathan reveals another twist. Two immunity necklaces are up for grabs, one for each tribe. Both tribes are coming to tribal oh tonight. God. Double win. <laughs> and both tribes are voting someone out. With individual immunity up for grabs, the All-Stars battle it out in a challenge of endurance. Oh, my God. And ultimately, Jackie wins for Vakama and Brooke wins for Makuta. Congratulations. Back at camp, David deals with being at the bottom of his new tribe and his closest ally, Phoebe, turning against him. Where did you hear my name? Dave. Moana steps up by leading a blindside against Phoebe. If I take Phoebe away, Dave becomes vulnerable, which means Dave will come towards me more. At Vakama, Lydia does her best to convince the tribe to vote out Matt. But at Tribal Council, the votes are against her and... Lydia. ..is sent into the fire challenge. 
Phoebe. Against Phoebe. Phoebe earns her place back in the game. David gets some much-needed power back when he discovers an idol. At the Makuta tribe, Matt is feeling restless. I would love to take down Lockie. Yeah, is it an ego thing? I don't know. And when Matt's tribe loses immunity, That's it. he takes the opportunity to turn Harry and Flick against Brooke and Lockie. One, two, three, big move. Lockie's alliance stays loyal, and after Matt plays his hidden immunity idol for himself... Okay, so this is a hidden immunity idol. John is sent home. John, the tribe has spoken. They have. Hey, have fun, guys, yeah? Play hard. Leaving Matt exposed once more. Yeah, that tribe swap totally shifted the balance of power through everything up into the air again. And to figure out exactly what this means for our poor, unsuspecting all-stars, welcome back Survivor superfan Shannon Gus. Talk to us through that. I mean, we saw at the very end of that recap there, Maddie survived, but for how much longer? I am enthralled by how Matt Rogers did this week. <laughs> I think it's been one of the best parts of the season. I mean, last season, I mean, well, the season he was on, he just dominated the whole time. Like, totally. until he was blindsided, he was on top. And, you know, he didn't realise he was on the bottom until he was out of the game. This time, we've seen him at the bottom in the original tribes, and now he knows he's not quite on the bottom, but he kind of has to be Lockie's little pet, which must kill him. But he played it so well, he kind of just hid in it and then played his idol correctly, which he wasn't able to do the first time he played. I think it was an amazing week for Matt Rogers. Yeah, he's gone from, you know, rocking that idol to then being able to just shapeshift in many ways and stay alive. But what options has he got from here? Because I don't like his chances. No. Oh, I don't know. Matt, he's, 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 well, you know, you could still find another idol. Mm -hmm. There's always that. Uh, I'm, I'm worried, but it's Matt Rogers. So, yeah, he's been exciting to watch uh, definitely up to now. So I'm hoping he pulls another card out. And Someone else who's super watchable is Shawnee. I mean, she went to Exile Beach. And her tribe thought, look, we've finally gotten rid of her, but uh, a woman scorned coming back, she had some scores to settle. Yeah, they probably thought she was going to be, like, versing Zach, I think, as we all thought mm. on Exile Beach and probably didn't give her great odds, although, you know, maybe, maybe she would have pulled it out. But to come back in that twist where they both came back, what a perfect setup for her. She really got in with some people that she seemed to really get along with well, Flick and Brooke and, and some other allies on the other side, and she just took them out one mm. by one. Amazing revenge arc for Shawnee this week. She sold that story that I've been voted out of my tribe. Now I'm, I'm a number. I hate that tribe. I hate everyone on it. Use me. I'm now with yous. And it happened to be the way it went. She's great to watch, but what is it about how she plays that makes her such a great competitor, do you think? I think for Shawnee, you know, it's interesting because, as we've, we've said before, that she's not that hyper-physical player, which often, you know, as we saw what happened to Michelle, um, that can go really poorly for you at the beginning of the game. But I look back at Shawnee last week and I think, well, she survived past Michelle because of her social relationships outwit. Then she had an idol where she should have gone home the next time at play. And then she got a little bit lucky with Exile Island. And that's the outlast. Those are like the three tenets of the game. And that's what's gotten her to this point where she can now run through and actually have some control on this tribe. And I think she's in such a great spot because she uses her skills, her social skills. Although we did learn from Mo that the fourth out one is to out spoon. Maybe she's <laughs> yeah. doing that too. She's probably yeah, doing it all. We need, to, we need to have a look at the night vision. <laughs> hey, make sure that one's getting done. Uh, but it is a great facet of 
her game that she's able to sort of change gears as well, you know, when she needs to. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Abby. You know, she was very confident. She was running that tribe in many ways. She had a plan of how to pick off her members. But did she get a little bit too confident, do you think? The twist can just really buggy your game up really quickly. And, you know, once the twist happens, sometimes you've got 24 hours to work. So you don't have that time other than the pitch, which is Shawnee's pitch was better than Abby's, unfortunately. You know, maybe they're, they're breaking away from we need the strength of Abby and we're starting to look at numbers. You know, that's how Lockie and uh, the girls are, are seeing it. You know, they... Um, and unfortunately for Abby, yeah, maybe just she lucked out a little bit. Mm. Mm. I do think for Abby, you know, she had a really bad tribe flop. You had that last season. Mm. You've been on the other end of that where AK had a terrible tribe flop exactly. and you took him out. And AK had what Abby had, which was the other component, which was having someone come back from exile scorned mm -hmm. to tell other people about what you've done to them and have it be their story and to kind of use that against you. So that as well, like, that doubly for Abby was not great. Yeah. To take Abby out and say, she was running the, the game. So do you want to take out a, a lion or just take out little scared Shawnee? <laughs> oh, little old yeah, me. Shawnee, I'm no one. Me. I'm no, no threat to no one. But as, as we've seen, Shawnee's, we give her, you know, the, the top dog for the week. She's, uh, you know, played the idol right and done everything right. She maybe is the top dog in, you know, in a weird little way. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Though. Abby was a little bit unlucky. Someone who was mm. a bit unlucky because they had a pretty good plan was Mo. I mean, Mo on at one stage there had a really clever plan to get rid of Phoebe, but didn't quite work as she ideally wanted yeah. it to. Damn yeah. twists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't imagine Mo thought the vote was going to go exactly like that, considering mm. it was like a 4-3-2 plurality vote. No one would, I think, go in with that being their plan. But credit yeah. to her to get the necessary votes. Um, and then, obviously, it didn't work out. That vote, to me, it just seemed like a massive clash of personalities. Mm. These stubborn alpha all-stars who wanted to have it their way, David, um, Mo, and kind of can't go with a plan. And the mass miscommunication that comes from that was a 4-3-2 vote. Uh, that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, That's some nah. crazy stuff. Yeah, talk about it from your perspective, <laughs> actually being in the game when you've got a, a small group who wants to go one way and another group who just won't get on the same page. Uh, what it does, it especially sometimes comes down to those last chats. So you think something's going this way and then we, we, we kind of ideally think That's the way it's going and then there's a conversation at the last second. And that can, and then it's no more talking. So mm -hmm. you're sitting there going to tribal thinking, they're on board, they're on board. Unless you legit get up out of your seat, walk over to them and say, is that the plan? Is that the plan? They'll be like, nah. Because we've had changes in tribal where people aren't sitting next to each other, so you, you don't, you're not on the same page. But when you can whisper, <laughs> we can get on the same page. But when you're alliance members all the way across there, yeah. you don't want to look awkward and be like, walk over and because it, it, it can identify One of the great parts of the show is at Tribal when Jonathan is asking those questions that actually start planting those seeds of mm. doubt. How effective is that when you're sitting at Tribal and he's getting oh, questions out of you and responses that yeah. you think, oh, man, maybe I can't trust that person. Jonathan can break a, a tribal council where everyone wants to keep their cards close <laughs> to the chest and then someone will come out and go, like Henry, and go, there's two people on the chopping block right now and it's me or it's um, uh, Shawnee when, when he got eliminated. So he always tries to bring it out. He'll sit there and, you know, bait you. And it does. It can actually open up a tribal council as soon as people start slinging stuff. And, um, you know, look at Johnny. 
know, he went a bit balls to the wall when he was talking. Mm. And uh, that's why tribal council can be live at some times, yeah. you know, can, can be live. Now, uh, we mentioned Phoebe just before. I love Phoebe. I love watching her play. She's back in it. She's a fighter. Mm. But she seems to have attached herself to David. She thinks that, you know, together they can go pretty far in this game. Is that a smart idea? Phoebe and David seemed like they were really good allies at the beginning of this week. And in that big miscommunication of a vote, I noticed kind of where the fracture might have been. And it's kind of in the way that Dave regards Phoebe. Mm. He's talking about dragging her to the end, dragging Phoebe, right. one of the greatest players in the history of the game. Like she's game. a goat. She's mm. not a goat. And, like, the way he told her about the Nick vote, obviously she's got her own relationship with Nick and he told her about Pandora's box, so that's an important connection for her. He doesn't go to her and say, what do you want to do? What should we do? He goes and tells everyone else it's for Nick and then he comes to her and he says, everyone's voting for Nick. Like, this is not a workable mm. relationship. So I think that massive fracture kind of makes sense of why the vote didn't really work out for them. Mm. Where do you think Phoebe's real strength is now? Who, who does she need to really work with if it's not David? Ooh, well, I think she's well, she's trying to go back to Dave, but, you know, I think that naturally she thinks Dave's potentially forgiving and there's, like, a point where Dave's hugging her and he's like, <laughs> yeah, rightio, rightio. Dave is like a scorned woman, you know? He's like, hell no. Like, um, so, oh, look, I think it's smart for her to still kind of mend... Her bridges with Dave, um, you know, she she still has Nick. Like, Mo seems like she wants it out for her. Like, I don't know, it's uh, it's hard. But there's always there's always twists around the corner, so you never know. When we were on the couch last week, you were talking about um, David and Matt. They were in pretty amazing positions. And just a few episodes later, they are really mm. struggling to keep themselves alive. Can they sort of, you know, work out a way to get themselves out of this mess? Well, Dave has an idol, and that's good stuff. You know, mm. I think that if anyone can kind of work that really well, it's someone like David. Mm. So he's got some options. Mo Hope for him I don't think is, like, a great long-term option. I would be really wary of that, considering they've basically been at loggerheads the whole time, which to me doesn't look like a very fruitful long-term alliance, mm. but maybe you can kind of hold on to her for the next phase of the game and push someone like Phoebe, maybe someone like Nick under the bus. So for David, I see options. For Matt, as much as I loved his game this week, I am concerned because he's such a huge threat. They just flushed his idol. They're, on, they're a weaker tribe, so I could see them losing some challenges. I don't see a lot of places for him to go, but I do think he's such a great player. And if, again, if anyone can, it's someone like a Matt. But how many lives does he have? It's like Shawnee as well. She's had a million mm. lives and, and Matt as well at this point. Something big needs to change for them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe there'll be another twist. We've seen a lot of great yeah. twists, you know. Uh, Exile Beach, uh, the Tribe Swap, and, of course, at the Tribe we had a fire challenge, which is pretty rare for Australian Survivor. Did you think that Phoebe would be the one who come out of that on uh, top? Because uh, Lydia's a force, you know? Yeah, Lydia's a force, but, you know, being physical and being able to start fire is two different aspects of the game, you know? Uh, and I think that whoever's put in the effort outside the game or whoever actually contributes to actually wanting to start the fire in the game is, is always going to have the, um, the benefit of the win you'll find that some people do 50 days and that not once have they picked up the flint. Mm. Not once have they done anything and you're like, I'm going to smoke you because I've, all I've done is fire. So uh, for all I know, I think Phoebe's obviously put in the work outside the show, inside the show, and, and good on her. You know, she bared the fruit. You've watched a lot of Survivor in your life. You must love a fire challenge. Yeah, it's great when you see them kind of come up in this, like, big 
battle instance. You know, in US Survivor, fire is part of the game now. You have to make it at Final Four, so it's like part of the structure of the game. For Australian Survivor, this is the second time we've ever seen it. We had it mm. in your original season mm -hmm. with Jerry and Michelle, and now so it's, it's more of a rarity, which is always exciting to see. Yeah, Lydia would probably be disappointed that she went out that way. Could mm. she have done something else differently? I think Lydia was holding on to, like, some, some burns from her first season. Like, we saw with Shane Gould, she was coming for her. Mm. It feels like a lot of other people have buried the hatchet. You know, mm. Nick at certain times have been, has been working with Lee. Lockie and AK, Lockie described them as the brawn and the brains. How far they've come yeah. is amazing. But Lydia seemed to really be holding on to stuff and it made Matt an unworkable connection for her where she really could have used that number. So I think coming into these All-Star mm. seasons, Easier said than done, I'm sure. But you kind of have to leave that at home because everyone needs to be an option for you. If you've ruled them out as an option, you might actually be dooming yourself. When you're strategising in the game, yeah. Luke, are you aware of that? People who've got scores they need to settle and emotional ties they still can't get over. And are you able to sort of use that, manipulate You, you need to take advantage of it. A any type of thing that, whether it's even uh, like an old type of wound... Or even just one that you see that's kind of happening um, in front of your eyes, you need to take advantage of it. You know, um, that is probably one of the biggest parts of my game is I can actually see when I see personality clashes very early on, very quickly, and or if they're just not uh, communicating. And I'll be instantly in the ear of the person that I want to align myself with um, creating and blowing that thing up so it's it's them and them verse. And I, as, as Dave said, he likes to be the referee. I want to be the referee. You know, let them battle it out as long as it's not you. Luke Toki just making an art form of picking at scabs. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Turning people against each other. Come on, did you hear what they said about you? And do you know what? Even if you don't hear it, Make it up. You know what I mean? Like, That's oh, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? No, I love it. I'm yeah. just letting you know it's evil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is evil. Job. But it's, yeah, you got to, yeah. you know. Not only is Luke an amazing scab picker, oh. um, but he's also a pretty great interview. And he got to catch up with Lydia to find out what she had to say. Welcome, Lydia. We and I didn't think that you would be sitting here definitely pre-merged being such a challenge beast. And, um, and I thought that you were actually had such a tight group that, yeah, I'm surprised to be sitting here with you, Lydia. Uh, I know. Welcome. Me too. Thanks for having yeah. me. That's okay. I want to get straight into the questions because <laughs> uh, I've got some hard hidden ones. Um, uh, I'm fragile. I, um, <laughs> I'm fragile, yeah. Um, so when you, when you obviously went into the game, Lydia, um, how did you think... Like, did you think you were going to go in there, potentially see Shane, see Matt and want to target them? I had a pretty good idea that, like, Matt would have been there. Um, and I wasn't sure about Shane, but I kind of was thinking, you know, for sure she, she's got a good chance of obviously being there. They're going to have to have some winners of the past and runners-up in there. Um, so I was kind of expecting to see either one of them, maybe both. Um, but yeah, nice to nice to bump into them on the mat. And did did it go straight through your mind that you want to get revenge against Shane or Matt, like if they were on your trot? Um, 
it, I think it does come like instantly that, okay, I want to get Shane out straight away. But Shane was an interesting kind of character because no one really wanted to, to play with her. So I was just kind of planting seeds about, you know, the, the kind of the, the weird stuff that she does. Yeah. And then she yeah. was kind of crawling under the, crawling under the um, shelter at one point in the middle of the night and always looking for idols. So, so it was pretty easy to kind of, I didn't even have to twist anyone's arm to really to, to put some votes on Shane and yeah. That was a, so that was just, that was an easy one. You took her out. You took her out. Yeah, it was a, it was a combined effort. Yeah. <laughs> it was a majority. <laughs> yeah. When um, uh, the tribe swap happened, did you kind of think to change strategy at all? Well, you know, it flips everything on its head. I was sitting really comfortably over in you know the Makuta tribe in a really really good alliance that was just finding some common ground. You know, we had to make some sacrifices, and and that was all kind of working in the background. And um, and so when you get swapped, you know, and then you're swapped with obviously Shawnee, we just voted her out, um, and Harry and Shawnee were very close together, and then obviously I had uh, Johnny and Abby with me, but. But there was also Matt who, you know, we've got this past rivalry. I think everyone was playing that there was this kind of real rift between us. We're, there wasn't. I actually really like Matt and he's, a, he's an amazing guy. Um, and so I, I tried to kind of, you know, go in and want, I wanted to work with him because I thought, well, that would be more unlikely for me and Matt to just join together. But by that stage, it was so our five that went in were fractured, you know, so I was... In, it was better for me to try and get in with the likes of Brooke, um, keep obviously Abby on, on my side and Johnny on my side and, and get in with Brooke and AK and, and Lockie. I, I, I like the thinking, you know, and, and it was just when, when obviously Abby's, Abby got blindsided, were you kind of like, oh, no? No, I thought that was me going that night. Oh, so, oh really? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I, um, you know, Lockie had said to me and a, and a few others that Matt was gunning for me. So I had a good chat with Matt and said, mate, I'm not gunning for you. Like, what is going on in this tribe? And he's just, like, sitting on his idol saying, I'm just voting with the numbers. And, and I think, you know, in, 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 um, at the time, like, I think if we could make something work, I would have really liked to have worked with him and bumped off, you know, a Lockie at that point in time who was really ruling, ruling the tribe. And, and um, so, yeah, it would have been nice to make it work, but just that Harry Shawnee vibe in there that, you know... <sighs> It was tough because Harry voted for Shawnee, you know. Yeah, and to see Shawnee come back. Without having to do uh, anything in true, yeah. in true Shawnee style, you know, oh. she's, she's always, she was always a threat to my game um, because she's such a great social player and she's so likeable and she's bloody sweet as pie. So, oh. you know, did, uh, yeah. The comeback, uh, so did you like kind of, I suppose, underestimate when Shawnee came back? Were you thinking that nah, she's going to be an easy vote out again? Or did you actually think that it'd just be like, holy, like the, the dynamics just changed that quickly? Look, she, she, you know, obviously had, well, the fact that she just walked straight back in, her and Zach, straight back into a tribe without having to do any challenge or any, anything, was that was probably more shocking. But it's just like, OK, we're going to deal with this now. But, um, you know, she obviously, there was a, a lot of social players over in that Varkama tribe. You know, you got Flick, you got Brookie, you know, got AK, you know, and, and I got along with, with all of those guys. Um, 
But at that point, Harry had certainly turned. He wanted me out, he wanted Abby out. So the door was kind of shut there to try and make anything work with the old Makutas. And then you got Matt, who wants to get me out anyway. So <laughs> I definitely went into that tribal thinking, OK, it's me. So I'm looking for idols everywhere, trying to do everything good. But, um, but yeah, some votes kind of swapped uh, that night and, and Abby was sacrificed and, uh, and I was saved. Immunity challenge. Like, yes. knowing that you were potentially on the chopping block, was it more pressure that you were putting on yourself to stay in to win? Oh, that was a really um, tough challenge, and I knew I had to win it, otherwise I was going home unless there was a, another twist and I was miraculously <laughs> saved in the game. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a lot of pressure, but there's some challenges, as you know, that, that really suit you, some don't. Like... Uh, you know, I've had like shoulder and wrist injuries before. After five minutes, my arms, were, my fingers were numb. So it's just yeah. things that you can't, you know, you predict, can't you can't control, and you do your best and, and you try and fight yeah. afterwards. It's, it's, it's so crazy how some challenges are like, it's like you would think you're going to do amazing at it, and yeah. then you don't, and someone that you think is going to be so bad at it does they amazing. They hang at in it. there. That's yeah. right. Did you think that you'd done enough to like swing the vote towards Matt? So I, I wanted to entertain like some options with Matt too as as well, but bef then Abby was gone, so we just didn't have the numbers and and um, you know there's there there were some options there. We could have kind of really bluffed our way through that um, and potentially you know I could have taken his idol, pretended it was mine, like all kinds of things. So but there's, as you know, after a long drawn out um, challenge. There wasn't a lot of time to to have all of kind of the, the game plays at hand. So the game play that I went for was to run around searching for idols, plain as day, knowing that, you know, painting that picture that I am going home. But what I really wanted to happen then was to get into AK Brooks ear, Lockie's ear and say, right, I've been running around like crazy. It is a perfect opportunity to at least flush Matt's idol out, you know, or blindside him because he won't expect it. He's voting with the numbers, he's voting with you guys, you know, and yeah, so that was my strategy going in. And so I really wanted to make that happen at least, like, at least flush an idol. Don't, don't put it it's on me great, and John. Like, I will yeah. be a sacrifice, I will be that yeah. second vote. But yeah. just at least get the idol out of ga out, mm. out of play. But no one like they didn't want to do it. They were just so cautious. They wanted to ride it out till merge, stay with the numbers, which was mm. yeah, a bit not all stars. Hard, <laughs> hard to play, yeah. When it's really so, hard um, to play, it was the door was shut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a, I, I actually watching it back. I'm thinking sometimes it's hard to to move in those situations when everyone's like so set in stone. Um, yeah, so and I tried, it. you know, like yeah. I, I really did try and push that and I think I set it up perfectly to be able to do that, but mm. it's just, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> the door closed. The door was shut. <laughs> How tough was knowing when to play it, I suppose, safe and then play it big? Yeah, look, I, I went into this All-Stars knowing, OK, everyone thinks that I'm this, you know, Terminator, like, <laughs> physical threat, you know, and, and I, I guess in my season that's the way I was painted, you know, like, she never smiles, <laughs> she's real tough, <laughs> she's she real mean, <laughs> and, you know, but I, I guess I wanted to obviously show people that I, I am more social and I am, I laugh and that, and that is who I actually am. And so I think a lot of people were surprised with that. So my strategy going in was to 
really downplay the physical side of me and to be more outwardly social. And I think I did a really good job of that, you know, in the first two weeks of the game um, and always made sure that, you know, Abby was was the beast, like, an, mm. or a daisy or, like, you know, and... and on, especially on rewards, like, and it's wrestling rewards, I'd really hold back there and not want to come out and, and, you know, be shining as a physical beast because I knew that if I did that, you know, I'd be targeted straight away after merge. Yeah, so you changed your game just a little bit. Just, just tweaked, tweaked it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you can't slightly. change the whole lot, yeah. but you just tweak it, you, which is yeah. good. Yeah, and you've got to. You've got to be a little bit mm. different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so... You get told you go into a fire challenge. What's going through your mind? Um, look, you know, I wasn't actually too worried about that. I mean, like, you know, it's stressful because we've had we've got two tribes watching, um, not just one. So mm. that just I think really added to the intensity. Um, you know, and Phoebe's obviously, you you know. A super fan of the game, so I, I imagine she would have practiced. Um, we didn't have a flint the whole time we were there, um, so there was, you know, I think the Vakama tribe had a flint. We hadn't had a flint, but but I had practiced with a flint at home, um, and it's crazy because I'm not actually bad with fire. <laughs> and then it just all fell to. You know, mm. it just, I started off really good and as soon as I didn't make that first ember work, I lost it. <laughs> and oh. it was hard because people were shouting instruction to Phoebe and then I was like looking at what she, and I got distracted completely and just didn't stay in my kind of, in my lane yeah. and just, just lost it, just choked. It's the yeah. classic choking experience and, and it was hard. It was a hard, hard one to swallow. So who would you see yourself in alliance with if you made it to merge? So if you made it to merge, who would you want to align with? Look, I had a really solid relationship with um, Sean. obviously. We're, we're friends on the outside, we're friends in the game, but we did a really good job of not making that, you know, too obvious. We didn't always vote with each other. Um, Nick, I... I was so surprised that I actually love that guy. He's really funny, he's articulate, he's smart, he's a little bit panicky, but but I really liked working with him. Um, Lee is as solid as a rock. You know, I think you, you really, uh, we had a lot in common and I really wanted to go far with him. Um, obviously, Abby and John as well, you know, really good friends. Uh, we get along and we would have really stuck together and had each other's back. And then... You know, you look at other people that who could I potentially work with? I could definitely work with probably Mo um, and Dave. And I really wanted to work with Brooke um, as well because I think we've got quite a lot in common and, and similar thinking, you know. And I was working with Harry and Shawnee for, for a part there as well, but I don't think that would have worked long term. Yeah. You could nearly align with everybody. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's a big list. Isn't it? That's way too big. Hmm. See, I'm not very good at this game, Luke. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, you've got you to keep, you keep your options open. That's what that's, you know. And that's to be honest, that's exactly yeah. what you know. I, I really wanted to do, and I was prepared to sacrifice Abby in an in our alliance. Oh, yeah, which no one knows. Oh. Um, in order to take Shawnee out. And that's where Shawnee got voted out. And the next vote, if I'd stayed at Makuta, was going to be sacrificing Ab. Oh, that's... I love that's you, Abby. A, um, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no joke. That's crazy. I yeah, so that. so there was this back and forth and, and you know, a, an, an alliance was proposed to me that I didn't really like because it had no physical players in it and it was all social. I'm like, well, what's going to happen? You guys are just going to, you know, top me off at the, as soon as merge comes around, or you know. So, yeah. and, and I'll be targeted. I'll have no one to protect me. I'll just be the meat bag. And yeah. so I said, no, let's put in a couple of physical players in there, like Lee. Um, and I felt more comfortable with that. So it had a good mix of physical and social. But then, of course, you swap and it's all just mm. up in the air again. Got tribe swapped and it just turned it into that's it. it was I a mean, mess. AK can explain that that's what happened to him, you know, back in 2017. Totally. Mm. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon you learnt differently from playing Survivor this time than last time? Like, is there anything that you took away from the game? I think the game was the same. It was just a bit more up the ante, you know, like the intensity was just a little bit higher. Obviously, people playing pretty hard and, and a bit harder, but. Far out. You, I, you know, I take the experience away. I love the experience. It didn't work out for me, um, and I totally choked. And you know, it was that was a hard one, the hard way to go out. And I've been out, you know, a couple of ways now. I've been blindsided, and I've, <laughs> oh, and I've had the, 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 the most demoralising way to go out, which isn't a fire challenge. And yeah. I'm just trying to think which one was better. But um, I actually oh. think the blindside is, is yeah, as Dave says, much more humane. Yeah, oh, it's look, you got to look back at it and, and you can't beat yourself up, you know. Sometimes it's in the, in the moment and I know for a fact that my heart would be racing knowing that, as yeah. you said, two, you've got two tribes both Ugh. looking at you and you're like, everything comes down to this one moment, you know. And, um, yeah, you know, unfortunately that's what happened. Yeah, you know, it's so, a squeeze box. <laughs> exactly. All right, last but not least, I'm going to ask you, who do you think, uh, will be crowned Soul Survivor from here. Like, who do you think that's got the um, that's going to take it out? I think um, you know. I think from what Shawnee has survived, she totally has the ability to make it deep. But whether she wins um, is in question. I'd like to still put my money on the likes of Shan. I think. I think she'll find her feet in the game. She past merge. She'll she'll play a really strategic, clever game. She's great socially, and she's excellent at finding information. Like she gathers this information. She's got a great ability to then be able to process it all at once and and be amongst multiple conversations at once. So she's she's good like that. She's um, yeah. she'd be my pick. All right, Shandra Pick, there we go. You've heard it here first. Now, nah, thank you very much, Lydia. It is actually a pleasure to talk to you like this, and um, hopefully we'll see each other at the reunion. Thank you. <laughs> see ya. Welcome back to Talking Tribal. Now, once again, we're joined by a very special guest from Season 2, absolute fan favourite, Sarah Talik. Welcome Hello. back, Talking Tribal. Hey. Speaking of uh, challenges, what do you like on the fire challenge? You're pretty handy. I, I like Phoebe. I know this personally. Phoebe um, put a lot, like you said, put a lot of work in with her dad trying to practice making fires, and I did the same. So hopefully if I'd have ended up in that same situation, I could have smashed Lydia as well, as Phoebe did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Yeah, yeah. She all right, all right on the flint? Yeah, she's good. It was just like she was doing it all the time, you know? <laughs> Obviously, it's not just about starting fires, but the physical challenges mm. are epic, especially this season. They this look season. like absolutely brutal. Are they trying to kill someone out there? No, <laughs> I just... It's crazy. Yeah. It's, 
I mean, when you do when you when you do the challenges, you really you're not thinking of your body, and you are getting those cuts and scratches. And it's only till after you realise, oh my god, I've shredded mm. up my knees or whatever. And it's even more so that, like the amount of bandages I've seen mm. and open cuts and red. Because you look at the, the some of the bigger physical guys, and you think they're going to be the challenge beasts. But then, as we've seen, the endurance beasts seem to be a lot of the women in camp. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually think um, Phoebe as well. In in a lot of the challenges. And she's kind of underrated in that she she holds herself up against um, Abby, Lydia in yeah. so many challenges. And like even if she doesn't win, she's like going at them so for will. a long time. Yeah, she's her will to win. And she's a lawyer. Yeah. Like she's not an Olympian yeah. or an athlete. Like no. she, she she's a beast it. in my she books. She obviously wants it to win. You know, yeah. and be beast. Yeah. Fee Beast. <laughs> I love it. Hashtag Fee Beast. Oh, she'll love that. <laughs> now, as the challenges change and you see different people emerging at different types of challenges, does that then change how you vote when it comes to tribal, when you know some people are emerging as actual physical threats? Yeah, well, I think as we approach merge, it becomes more... People start keeping an eye out. It's funny because everyone talks about, you know, we've got to keep strength, we've got to keep strength, and then, you know, that is kept around and it's around this yeah. part of the game where that all starts to shift. The moment it's like, maybe we should get something. rid of <laughs> yeah, some strength. Yeah. And you can see, with Lydia just um, having gone, um, I think people... Not yet, because they're still in tribes, but they'll start to think about um, getting rid of the stronger players, I think. Yeah, it's a tricky balance, isn't it? Mm. You know, make it sure is. your tribe's strong, but then... You've got to be good, strong, amazing, but not that not good. Too you good. know what I mean? Not it's not like rubber, like in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a little helping hand, like yeah. an idol or a secret advantage. We mm. saw Nick got one, gives himself an extra vote. Yeah. Uh, how's it going to play out, not only for his game, but also those who want to form alliances with him? Because we saw that, you know, a few people wanted to get close to him because yeah. he has that advantage. Well, I think it's like he's, he's walking on eggshells in, in this moment because, you know, information is so key out there and you can use it to pull people in and say, look, I have this vote, like, we can get majority even though it doesn't seem like it and get control over the game. But at the same time, he tells one the wrong person and that is flushed and it's, it's spent uh, and exactly. not really used properly. So he's, he's really got to play his cards right this way. Or you can use it against him. You know, yeah. if you feel like you're a bit nervous and it's on me, well, guess what he's got? Yeah. You know, so... So at the moment, is it only Phoebe who knows that he has that I advantage? So. I think so. I believe yeah. so. You know, everyone's curious. Everyone mm. wants to know who it is. Um, I don't think people think uh, Nick has it, though, yeah, if I'm being think so. real. I think he's done really well in getting it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then even leaving his it a little, little bit long. His like... side comment, and so the paranoia begins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know your mate Dave is uh, oh, still God. in there, but things have yeah. changed pretty dramatically yes. for him in a lot of ways. Yes, I, um, it's a bit awkward for me because I'm friends with both of them. It's almost like when um, Dave yeah. and Jerry went against yeah, each Dave's other. Like, I've like, forgiven him. I've forgiven him. Yeah. Uh, it took me a little bit to get yeah. over it. Yeah, I look, I think um, it's like what Shannon was saying, there's a lot of people with a lot of plans and um, they have a lot of end games and they're all mm. trying to keep pushing towards that end game, but it's really hard to get people on the same page and... Ultimately, there's fallout, yeah. and I guess we'll see that what the fallout is in the next we spoke coming apps. A little bit with Shannon about the idea that you know Phoebe's come back, you know, yeah. but it's like almost she's cheated on David. <laughs> um, you know him probably better than anyone. <laughs> is he the sort of guy that will be able to trust her again, or he's? Not He's been with, burned once. Not well, maybe, but not with Mo in uh, his ear. Mo's really peddling that narrative, mm. and um, to her credit, she's you know she's she's making waves with with that move. But 
I think um, Mo's basically seen that as a, as a, a hairline fracture yeah. and she's going to make it the Grand Canyon, as they say, as Jonathan oh, said. That's a hell good little... Oh, uh, look at me. <laughs> we got to see a Survivor auction, which yeah. is one of my mm. favourite elements of Survivor. Mm. I haven't been Not around. Not my you know, well, I've, I've been there. <laughs> Not you my favourite. I, I, pay, I paid what Phoebe um, paid, $500. For a coconut, <laughs> and not even a good coconut. I might a shitty add. coconut for yeah, five hundred bucks. It was covered, so I thought it mm. uh, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but we saw Phoebe, you know, bust out five hundred bucks, not of her money, of the tribe's money, yeah, straight please. off the bat. I yeah. don't blame her. They tried to vote her out. I'd be like, I would spend a whole cake yeah. up in this joint <laughs> if it was yeah. up to me. Uh, and you know, for her to share it with AK. Yeah. I think great choice in a I, way. I, like, I agree. I mean, she's got nothing to lose. She's literally just been voted out. The majority yeah. of the tribe, is, mm. you know, is not really on her side. If, if there was an advantage in there, you know, she's going to be the one who needs it. So ultimately, I think um, if, if the tribe's not on her side, then it's one, like, she needs to go out on her own. And Do you know what I would have liked to see is Johnny put 500 for that Mexican Mexican Back to back, yeah. Do you know what? And screw everybody else, because, like, if you can, why not? Yeah. You know, I know everyone's going to be suki la la, but, you know, you work out that when you get back to camp. (laughs) And this is why it's good that Luke's not on it. Yeah, I'm going to be like, 500, 500. Oh, what the hell, 2K? I've got a pizza, margarita, everything. I'll have my own king table. He was so close. He he bid for it. He got talked out of it. Yeah, you got to go with your gut. Who was was turning back at him like, hey, you can't do that? Oh, God, I think the whole tribe oh, was giving him the daggers. Yeah, and he ended up going home. So he, he should have just done it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that Johnny could have done differently at the end? I mean, he didn't have a lot of options no. as it got towards the end of the episode, but did he have any other plays that he didn't really work as hard as possible? I mean, Johnny's one of those yeah. people, he seems to very much go with the numbers and uh, he has his people and and that, that seems to be um, it most of the time. Mm. And unfortunately with this twist, he's ended up um, in the minority and because he's not... He's, he's a loyal guy. He's not going to yeah. then try and go make something nah. else happen. I just don't think that's the character he is. So it, it was kind of like when the votes turned on him, it was a little bit, for me, it was dead man walking. I didn't see him yeah. doing much. He yeah. did say in his exit interview that you know who's really running this tribe and who to look out for is Brooke and Lockie. He yeah. called them the power couple. Yeah. Well, that's when why will he went, people learn? He went swinging, you know. Uh, he went swinging straight from the get-go in the tribal and set them. Like, I like that he, he put them out there. Yeah. used to. It's used to. And at least that way, when you get out of the game, you know you can leave a little bit of a... You know, split them up. Yeah. It's like a payback when you get like you leave. So it's one last mic drop. You leave exactly. a leave a yeah. live bomb exactly. grenade as you exit. But do you think people had already twigged onto that, or he just drawn the spotlight know, onto something subtle. that had been under the radar? Look, I it's think been it, pretty subtle. Yeah, I think. yeah. I think it's been subtle to some degree. <laughs> they have had a group, and I think yeah. that they are aware of that. But I still don't think it's it's not a it's it's not scary at the moment because you've still got um, the majority of numbers. So until it becomes scary, it might be too late. And you also don't know what is in the back of people's minds. Like, a lot of the time, when when there's a really obvious threat, like a power couple, you kind of... Everyone sees them. They're coming for them eventually. So Mm. maybe it's one of those things where it's so obvious you don't feel like you need to come for it yet because it's such an easy sell come the time when you want to split them up. Everyone will just band together, put all their differences aside to clearly want to just split them up just to split them up. Now, uh, before we let you go, we might get a tip for you. Who do you think is going to go all the way? Or who would you like to see 
I am loving the uh, middleman players. They're my favourite types of players. So Sean just, yes. just seems to keep being in there, being in all those real conversations, exactly how she did it the first yeah. time and people aren't picking up on it. And I think it's, again, going to take her deep because mm. why wouldn't it? Yeah. It's just juggling yeah, expertly. she is. Of course, there's so many combinations, permutations, hypotheticals. We could be chatting Survivor All-Stars for hours. But it's time for us to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We've got more Talking Tribal in just a moment. Hi, guys. It's Barry Dubois here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. But if you're looking for something else to listen to, head over to Hammer at Home next. It's where I interview interesting people from all walks of life. It's a lot of fun, and I'd love to have you in our company. See you over at Hammer at Home. All right, it's almost time for us to go. But first, we're going to give the award trophy for biggest move of the week. Someone who really shook things up. Luke, who do you think gets it this week? Uh, I know probably there's going to be a few Maddies in there, but I'm going to give mine to maybe Nick. I think that he's actually, you know, he was able to get that, that clue uh, without being seen and also be able to hide it enough so no one actually wanted him because I feel like if they found out that it was him... They wouldn't be too happy. So I'm going to give it to my boy Nick. Hey, Nicky Wood. <laughs> yeah, you like that. Anyone stand out for you, sir? Um, for me, I, I, if you're saying what shook the game up the most, it was a blind side on the blind side. A lot of people went a lot of different directions and now everyone's in these kind of um, fractured... Everyone's kind of loose and we're going to see how they land yeah. next week. So um, I'd say that was the most tumultuous move. And for you? I love the Nick pick, but I think I have to go with Matt <laughs> Rogers and not even for playing the idol correctly for, you know, for the first time on himself, which he couldn't do last time, which was probably the second best move of the week. But the best move for me was coming into a terrible tribe swap with his number one enemy in Lockie. He's a huge threat. He should be needing his idol at the first tribal council and to lay low for those first two. That's move of the week for me. Yeah, it's been a pretty massive week, but it's only going to get more interesting as we progress. As always, thanks, Luke. Thanks, Sarah, for coming in. And Shannon, always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Talking Tribal podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already so you'll never miss an episode. And we'll see you next week. Want to hear more of other people's problems? What's wrong with you? Schadenfreude is not an attractive quality. One that I've got in spades, though. We all like laughing at everyone's problems, so you can laugh even more when you hit the Usually We Have a Problem podcast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts.